You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by Warp Zone Video Games and Beyond. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to another star-studded, action-packed episode of Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show where we talk about pop and geek news and stuff. I'm Cody. I'm Sam. And I'm Samantha. We have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, before we get into the news, as always, let's do some things we've been uh, checking out. Well, we watched uh, Hardcore Henry last night, which, uh, how old is that movie? Like About a year. About, yeah, yeah. Last year. Maybe, yeah, it's, it's been within the last year, sure. So it's not exactly super current, but... <laughs> but well, let's talk about it anyways. Yeah. I mean, it was, I thought it was really cool. It's that movie that's all shot in first person the whole time. Right, yeah. Um, I mean, the story was super bait. Well, it wasn't, I mean, it was pretty basic, but it had enough twists in it that kept it interesting. Like, I, I don't want to spoil it, but... There's a guy that keeps dying and coming back, and you don't know why. <laughs> and the explanation for it is pretty solid. Okay, cool. <laughs> cool. And it, it knows what it is. It knows it's a stupid action movie with a dumb gimmick, mm-hmm. and it plays to that really well. Okay, it's, good. It's not super serious at all oh, or anything. Not at all. There's a couple parts where just dying laughing. Yeah. Okay. It reminded me a lot, the trailer at least, because I haven't seen it yet, but the trailer reminded me a lot of the Crank movies. I've Jason Stratham. I've never seen it. It's just ridiculous, off the wall. Like it again. It knows what it is. It's an action, dumb action movie. <laughs> uh, there's a, there's a lot of really cool parkour, which is extra cool because it's in first person. So you know, like it's a dude. Yeah, a dude was climbing stuff. Yeah, that is cool. Is it a lot of flips and stuff? Not because f- that would be like a vomit. Yeah, not like, flips. inducing. Okay, that's good. A lot of running. Yeah. Okay. A lot of first-person shooting. It looks very much like a video game. Okay, cool, cool. It, the whole thing is very video oh, yeah, gamey. Because you're kind of on a quest a yeah. little bit. Yeah, the the one guy just gives him a phone at one point and says, "You got to get here," and like <laughs> GPS is where he's supposed to go. Get here and kill a guy. And it's like, well, that's like a video game. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, NPC quest giver. It's basically what this guy is. Yeah. <laughs> Cough break. <laughs> There's just a part where he tries to ride a horse and can't. Really? And like the music swells to look kind of like a western. Like, how? Do, what song is it? I don't know what that song is, but it's always used when horses are involved. It's like a dun 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 dun. dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, when he's trying to ride a horse and falls off. Nice. It's like he's like trying to grab the horses, like. It's a halter. That's what it's called. The thing that goes on its face where you can grab it, but it keeps trying to grab it. Oh, the, the horse. horse's face mask. Okay. It's not a mask. It's called a halter. It's basically oh, well, like... I, I know. I'm making a joke. I think it's a mask. <laughs> it's not. The halter. It's like a top that just... <laughs> <laughs> and it ties in the back. But it's just kind of grabbing at the horse's face. And the horse is like... No. <laughs> it's just like a wild horse in a field. Because he fall... What, did he fall out of a helicopter? Yeah. Well, he's like a robot man. Okay. For one, like... He doesn't. You wake. He wakes up, and his his wife gives him all these robot parts. So he's like kind of like a superhuman character. Okay, which explains why he can do all this running and jumping and good shooting. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of like like his eyes were replaced with cameras. Okay, and there's a lot of like effects that go on. Like when he falls down, like it'll some garbage some like digital garbage will show up on the screen. Okay, it just sounds like a big video game. It is. Yeah. And that's cool. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a fun movie. Yeah, I can't even imagine watching it on like uh, IMAX or Ultra screen. Oh no, that would be... it would just be vomit city. <laughs> but yeah, I really liked it. it. Was it was fun? I would almost buy it. Yeah, I don't know about that. You don't know about that? It's not. You think it was that good? It's all right. I, I just like the uh, Jimmy character that keeps coming back. I thought that was well, great. It's like a bunch of different like versions yeah a lot of a bunch of different variations on this one character like he's he's just a regular mercenary guy there's also one that's a hippie there's one that's like a cokehead in a brothel and it's all the same guy played by the same guy okay i've 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 heard a little bit about this is this uh sholto copley the guy yeah. who okay yeah the guy who was um well he was in district nine and he was in uh um uh the a team and that right yeah, I yeah. think so. Okay, I'm explaining it for the listener. 
But he he almost carries the whole movie. I think, other than the awesome action scenes and stuff, like mm-hmm. this is he. Well, like, like Henry doesn't even talk. Yeah, he can't talk. He it's very much like a video game. Yeah, yeah he's a silent protra- uh, protagonist. Prota- protagonist. He's a silent protagonist, there. like in a video game. Cool. Because he the bad guy busted in before they could activate his voice module. Gotcha. Okay. And the bad guy's just like this Eastern European psychic guy. He can like telekinesis throw people around, which is pretty cool from first person to just have you lift up and like fly around the room. I don't. It's worth checking out. Like if if the gimmick sounds interesting to you, you you'll enjoy the movie. Yeah, that does sound pretty cool. Really yeah, good. I've been plugging away at Final Fantasy three again. Longtime listeners will know I've been trying to play through <laughs> all of the Final Fantasy games and write articles about each one. That's it's been a while. It's been it's been probably a couple years. Yeah, I've been stuck on Final Fantasy three, and I find I finally started plugging away at it again. I'm like at the very last dungeon. Okay, good. Which, which is three dungeons <laughs> that you can't leave. Well, you can leave, but you have to go all the way back through them to get out okay (laughs) and it's just it's ridiculous and it's stupid (laughs) (laughs) yeah i remember you got you got close there at one point and then you lost like your save file or something yeah i had to start all over again yeah and it's not an easy game it's really hard it pulls a lot of really dumb stuff at you really like having purposely to cast toad on your entire party to turn them into frogs to get through a water place huh or having to cast mini on your entire party to, so they're tiny and can fit through holes, but now they can't do physical attacks. <laughs> wow, that's that's very gimmicky. Yeah, and it's yeah. just full of crap like that. Changing your entire party's job to Dragoon so you can jump to be able to beat a boss. <laughs> wow. It it's, wow, crazy. takes everything from Final Fantasy one and says well and jacks it up and says, Well now do it perfect. <laughs> Wow. Now, now, now it's really hard. Do it again. Yeah, I'm glad you're playing it, not me, because I would <laughs> lose my patience with that almost immediately. Yeah, and they took all the plot building and character based stuff that's in two, just threw that out. Oh, and yeah. just, it's it's just like one over again, but hard. Mm, bummer. Is it's not it's not my favorite Final Fantasy, but it's gonna feel so good when I finish. Oh it. yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I tell you, I. I love Final Fantasy. I haven't played a whole lot of them. I think the I've beaten six. That's my favorite one. Yeah, six is probably the best. And I've gotten very close to beat seven. But I think that's really about it. Seven's my second favorite one, I think yeah. I would say. But I, I've actually only ever finished one, two, and ten. Okay, wow. Even though six is my favorite, I've never finished it. Okay, six. Us. Uh, I love six. Yeah, that's the, the uh, Super Nintendo one. The, yeah, the one, the one with Kefka and mm-hmm. the Espers. And that, yeah. That's my favorite one. It's got all the characters in it are the best. The oh, storyline yeah. is amazing. Yeah, even Gogo. Gogo is my favorite character, and he's like the the optional like you have to go in a special dungeon and find like this guy that can use all the moves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's the other thing about Final Fantasy three. There's the two last jobs you can get mm-hmm. are just incredibly overpowered. Okay. It's ninja and shaman, and ninja is a physical damage guy that can just use all the weapons. Oh, jeez. And shaman is a magic user that can just use all the magic. Wow. So you get to the end, and you know, you're going to pick these. You have to be these two jobs. Yeah. Or you're not going to be able to. You won't survive. Yeah. So you just roll straight through. Yeah. Wow. So, so your, custom, your party customization. It doesn't at that point it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. And that's kinda dumb. That that is that that's a bummer. Oh well, at least you're close to the end, right? Yeah. So just spoil half of my article right here. <laughs> but yeah, I can't wait to be done. I get yeah. to move on to four, which is a very good one. I've heard four is very good. It's it's the first one that's most recognizable as a Final Fantasy game, I think. Right. The first three are very much Dragon Quest mm-hmm. clones. Yeah. And the four is the first one that's very Final Fantasy. Well, two isn't a Dragon Quest clone, but two is weird. Yeah. Two is Final Fantasy two is to Final Fantasy as Super Mario Brothers two is to Mario Brothers. Okay, yeah, that that makes <laughs> that actually makes a lot of sense. Not in yeah. that they were different games, just that they're both very different. Very yeah. Or like um uh Adventures of Link yeah. is to uh the original Zelda. Yeah, exactly. It yeah. It tries something different. 
And I also think Final Fantasy 2 gets a bad rap because of it, because I really liked it. Okay, cool. It's really weird, but I really liked it. Mm. Yeah, I've been watching The Tick. Um, well, I watched a little bit of it before I watched the Amazon pilot, just mm-hmm. to you know refresh myself on The Tick, because I hadn't watched it since I was like a kid. Yeah, we're talking about the animated yeah. series. Yeah, Big Blue Tick. Yeah. <laughs> the tick you know the one well you have to differentiate because there's the patrick warburton oh version yeah that's and then right there's the yeah. the animated i've never watched the patrick warburton tick it's good and a lot of the side characters are close they couldn't use the names of the characters from the cartoon so you, instead of uh, uh deflator mouse you get batman well <laughs> that's pretty funny yeah <laughs> and instead of american made it's like uh uh miss liberty or something like that it's very close but it's not quite why couldn't they use the because those characters were created solely for the cartoon huh and i guess the production house or whatever like sun bow or whatever yeah couldn't clear the rights to the characters yeah well that sucks because i love i love the side characters they're the best part yeah the sewer urchin who's like rain man that lives in the sewer Mm mm-hmm uh, Deflator Mouse, which is Batman, but he's the deadbeat that doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and American Maid is like the only competent one yeah. that there is. She's just like Wonder Woman, but with a maid motif. And throws her shoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Throws her heels at people. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the civic minded five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with the four legged man who is a man with four legs and on his chest it just says four legs. <laughs> Yeah. And what was the guy that has the uh, the carpet suit? Yeah, I forget what he's like, just like Carpet Man or something. Something like that, yeah. yeah he just has a big suit of shag carpet, and he, he static shocks people. It's a minor inconvenience. Yeah. And he always gets too hot because yeah. he's in a carpet suit, passes out. <laughs> uh. It's such a great show. Like, Well, some episodes are a lot better than others. There's yes. a, some of them that just kind of nothing really that funny happens to yeah. be completely honest but it's a i mean it's a kid's show yeah so they're not all gonna be you know not all of them are a game but the ones that hit like super hit, hit hard really hit hard like i dinosaur neil i was just gonna say dinosaur neil is one of my favorite <laughs> yeah. Which has a lot of vor overtones a lot yeah <laughs> yeah a bit of that uh, Dinosaur Neil's a good one. I like the one where Arthur quits and Tick kind of goes nuts and creates his own sidekick, Little Wooden Boy. I have not seen that oh, one. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> well, if you remember the show um, Ed, Ed, and Eddie, where the one kid had the plank. Yeah. It's the plank, but he's the Tick, like, glued arms and legs. <laughs> and he just, the whole episode is just the Tick screaming about Little Wooden Boy. <laughs> And that's that's great. Um, the one where the tick gets sick, and they have a neighbor in their apartment that's an alien. Oh, Thrakazog. Yeah, yeah. And he's just got like this regular roommate that just does like whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's the one where they make the mucus tick, right? Yeah, yeah. That was a good one. Yeah, I remember the toys, and the mucus tick was like the the variant, like the the rare variant of, <laughs> of the, the tick. of the tick. It was a clear green tick action figure. And the, the Mad Bomber What Bombs at Midnight. <laughs> or the Midnight Bomber <laughs> the, What Bombs yes, at Midnight. Yes, the Midnight Bomber What Bombs at Midnight. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Uh, it's a classic. Yeah, baby, yeah, yeah. Kaboom, <laughs> yeah. The midnight Bomber What Bombs at Midnight. Yeah, I love it. It's proto-Venture Brothers is what this show is, which there's there's parallels with the writers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, Jackson Public or uh, whatever is, is that Chris McCullough. Yeah, yeah, Chris McCullough. Was a writer on it. And then Ben Edlund has written a couple episodes of Venture Brothers. So there's a lot of cross. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's proto-Venture Brothers. If you like the Venture Brothers, you yeah. like the It's tick. like if you turn the Venture Brothers down like half a step and make it a little more for kids. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I love uh, the bullet guy. Oh, the bullet. Yeah. Yeah. Or human bullet or <laughs> human, whatever Yeah, it is. human bullet, whatever. There's, there's something going on. Fire me boy. Fire me boy and his son. Yeah. Whose name is Fire Me Boy. Yeah, that's his sidekick name is Fire Me Boy. <laughs> we'll yeah. launch him out of a cannon. And then he never helps. Like never it always hits. it either does nothing or makes things worse every time he shows up. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh oh god. Good stuff. But and also definitely watch Amazon Tick because it's the best. It is it is really it's, good. It's the best of the three pilots. Peter Serafinowitz really he really nails the cartoon tick like yeah. 
voice and acting and everything. They pulled a bunch of stuff straight out of the the cartoon tick show too. Where, where he's going through the, uh, Arthur's apartment, yeah, and pulling... trying to find the secret lever. Too. Yeah, well, that's from the comic. That's originally from the oh. comic. So that's something that has persisted amongst every iteration of the tick. I even think that's in the uh, Peter the Patrick Warburton um, version, like in the pilot. Nice. That's something that's always, always in it. There's <laughs> even a shot of Arthur's alarm clock going off at 6.30, uh-huh. like in the yeah. opening of every cartoon episode. Mm-hmm. I love the the intro music. The, yeah. The weird scat jazz yeah, kind of. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. Uh, vote for the tick on Amazon. I yes. think it's doing the best, actually. I think it is. I hope it's doing the best. When I looked at the... It has more reviews than the other ones do yeah. so i don't know what metric amazon is going by but yeah i i hope it wins although if john claude van johnson wins i wouldn't be mad i didn't watch that I, did, I only watched the tick it's stupid it's <laughs> it's just it's just the dumbest it's john claude van damme pretending to be just a normal non-action star guy trying to live his life <laughs> but then action star things happen to him <laughs> That's pretty. That's a good concept. It's a good concept, and I, he does. He's very. Uh, John Claude Van Damme has great. I wouldn't say great comedic timing, but he has <laughs> very serviceable comedic timing, coupled by the fact that um, he's just not a very good actor. <laughs> it makes it makes the situations very weird. <laughs> they they never said how many shows they were going to pick, so hopefully they'll pick up Tick and that, and then that the be, other one that the nobody one. cares. I about. don't even know what the third one is. is I think it's called I Love Dick. Is that what it's called? <laughs> I think so. I'm glad there's recorded audio of me saying that now. Yeah, but that's not going to isolate that and use that <laughs> later on ever. <laughs> At the beginning and end of every episode. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's what it's called, and it looks like it sucks yeah it, all, all the reviews that because i looked at all three pages they had all the reviews were like this is not good yeah so they're not gonna pick that show so up. Oh, yeah definitely not there's a little uh survey they have you do too and i did that i'm like pick up the tick yeah i have i, I need to do that get on that but uh yeah well i can go ahead and do my check it outs real quick i guess um the first thing uh it's a shame josh isn't here because we both we would have had would have had this as a check it out and he'll probably bring it up uh next week when he's back um so we're all fans of uh youtubers and stuff here right yeah yes okay i watch youtube every day i i do too <laughs> i actually watch it more than netflix and yeah. stuff like that for sure we're millennials and we watch youtube instead of television <laughs> yeah well i mean the content's really good it's it speaks to and, us and, a it's more. and it's free and yeah mm-hmm well, there is a. Um, I'm I'm going way deep on this to explain it to the listeners. There's a. Yeah, you're gonna a, have to. You're gonna have to. Yeah. There's <laughs> there is a genre of YouTube show called Let's Plays, and it's basically mystery science theater, but they're also playing video games. Yeah, instead they, of watching a movie. Yeah, so they can comment more directly on what is happening within the game, and you. A lot of times, they're uh, comedy. The best ones are uh, comedy shows. Yeah, we've done, you know, we've done a couple, too. We've done a couple, and we're, we're planning <laughs> yeah. on doing a couple, a, a few more. I'd like to, at least. Yeah. But it's become kind of a big, huge phenomena. And there are some names that are very recognizable that have almost almost broken to, like, mainstream, like that PewDiePie guy. Which, yeah, we, I, mean, I don't, I don't think care anybody for, here cares for PewDiePie. I don't care for PewDiePie. But there are he's a few. The kid, he's real popular with, with the, the younger kids. kids, which is unfortunate. It's just a lot of screaming. Yeah. In his case, but there's uh, one of the one of the more major ones is a as a channel called Game Grumps, and it's two guys, um, Aaron Hansen and uh, Dan Avidan, or Danny Sexbang, I guess. Yeah. Right, whatever. If you want to go by if his, you go uh, his ninja online, sex party, his nom de plume. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they it's it's really funny. They're the shows last about 10, 15 minutes and. They're funny. Yeah, it's it's more it's more of a comedy show than it is a video game show. And and that's, I think not, that's what I like about and it. And they're not always talking about what's going on in the game. Even they're just kind of like they're just having a conversation. Yeah, and yeah. they're you know they're two funny, interesting guys. So a lot of improv. Yeah, it's fun to sit in on their conversation. And and you know what, their shows are very easy. They're easy to watch. You can put them on in the background and just kind of yeah go do something else. And I I like that a lot. Anyway, I'm telling you all this. To get to this point, at one point in one of their episodes, Aaron got on this kick where he was trying to get a Wendy's uh, deal, like a Wendy's sponsorship or whatever, and went on about it for a long time and went on Twitter and, and tried it and all this stuff. 
and um, dude loves Wendy's. Dude loves Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> and so about a week ago, um, he put out a tweet, just kind of cryptically saying, "Hey, Columbus, Ohio, uh, who's hungry?" <laughs> and we all kind of went, "What? What? Huh? What's going on?" So a few hours later, their official Twitter account tweeted um, these uh, coordinates. No anything, just, just co- coordinates. Just coordinates. Turns out it was a Wendy's on Morse Road. <laughs> and uh, later said, you know, just another tweet that just said 7 p.m. That's it. And so uh, Josh and I motored out there to see what was going on. And there were about 500 people there <laughs> uh, waiting in this, uh, this um, like, grassy area outside of a Wendy's. And sure enough, Aaron from Game Grumps just showed up. And uh, started signing, taking selfies and signing stuff. And uh, they were giving away What's the Beef (laughs) t-shirts. And uh, it was very cool. It was very cool to see so many people just kind of show up all at once with like less than like eight hours of notice. It was almost like a convention, almost. (laughs) It was crazy. A mini surprise Game Grumps convention. Yeah, yeah. And um, Josh and I ended up not meeting him because we... We kind of screwed up. <laughs> the whole thing started as one giant amorphous blob of people around this guy. And eventually it was all kind of put into like a loose line. Unfortunately, we ended up at the back of the line. Oh. And about an hour and a half of waiting and the line not really moving, we kind of went, you know what? Let's go actually eat some Wendy's. And if the line is still here when we're done, we'll get back in the back of the line. It's not we're like we're going to lose our place because we were already at the end of the line. <laughs> So we get all the way, we go in, we eat, and by the time we get done eating, they've picked up the pace. I think a lot of people left, and I think he stopped signing at one point and, and just, just started, started taking selfies, selfies, yeah. and they were group selfies. They weren't like one on one. Yeah. Anyway, we were getting ready to leave. We saw that the line was gone. We were getting ready to leave, and uh, all of a sudden, Aaron walks in the door, <laughs> like right in front of us, <laughs> and starts saying, "Hey, you know, I swear, I swear to God, this isn't a branded deal." I didn't, I'm not getting money for this. I swear. Always fresh, never frozen. Am I right? <laughs> See you later. <laughs> and, and then just shuffles out the, out the door. And, uh, no, it was, it was great. And, uh, they were taking video and I guarantee Josh and I are in the background of at least a couple shots. Nice. If they decide to edit it in, we are, the camera was pointed right at us. <laughs> so you're going to be on grump, their grump gonna, out. Channel. We are. So I'll be, be sure. I will make sure everybody knows that's coming. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. It was just cool to see so many people and they weren't all little, they weren't little kids. It was a nice mix of, um, kids and teens and older, you know, our age. Yeah. Um, it was very cool. I guess, um, Chris Bidwell, oh, friend of the show, friend of the Chris show, Chris Bidwell. Bidwell was out there. And, um, from what I understand, like Aaron recognized him and everything. Cause they were both in the Nintendo world championship. And I guess kind of had a little mini freak out there with that. So that was pretty cool. That's super cool that he recognized him. Yeah, that is really, really, really it cool. It says a lot about the, about whether or not Aaron is a cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> also, every video, like uh, actual video that they put up where you see Aaron and he's wearing the t-shirt and the, like the sweatpants and stuff. That's not an act. That's what he was wearing <laughs> at the thing. The black t-shirt, the bottom half of a uh, Kigurumi, like the, the, bear costume kind of thing and and sandals <laughs> just walking around this field outside of a wendy's in in downtown columbus <laughs> yeah it was pretty great it was it was a good time even, would, even though we didn't get to meet him i wish cool. i could have went yeah I, I had to work yeah yeah i got out of work that night at seven o'clock like, <laughs> like when the thing started yeah no it was it was nuts i don't i really don't know what else to to say about it. It was just kind of a, it was a neat thing. It was a neat thing to go down to on a, on a whim and just kind of, yeah. I'm assuming he had a layover in Columbus. The theory actually is that he was at the, uh, at the headquarters, the Wendy's, Wendy's headquarters, headquarters in Dublin. Cause it was only about 20, that would have been only about a 20 minute drive. And I don't know if they were filming stuff as a joke or actually <laughs> talking to someone in charge of Wendy's, but I heard he bought burgers for like hundreds of burgers. He bought hundreds of burgers. He bought hundreds of frosties. Um, the, I felt kind of bad for the people working at the Wendy's because they said that they were given about a three hour, uh, Oh no. Yeah. Uh, heads someone up. told him, yeah, gave him a heads up about three hours earlier 
And uh, at least two of the workers there said, uh, told us, because I was trying to talk to some of them, and they said, yeah, this isn't even my Wendy's. They were calling people in from other Wendy's in the area to come in and help. Oh God! Yeah, it was it was nuts. I've I tell you what, that store made bank. Oh that yeah, because everybody everybody who was there went in and got a burger or what you know whatever. <laughs> so it was it was just it was just really cool. I got to work extra hours at Wendy's because you some YouTube dude just here, <laughs> some, some B list celebrity yeah. decided to show up outside of my store. <laughs> but uh, but they were all in a good mood though, so they were like, oh yeah, this is great, this is cool. But yeah, we're we're putting in our hours for sure. <laughs> so, all right, well, hey, let's go ahead and take a break here, and when we come back, we'll uh, get in some news. Nerd Overload is sponsored in part by Warp Zone Video Games and Beyond. Warp Zone is the place for all your gaming needs, like modern, vintage, and import video games, as well as gaming collectibles. Warp Zone Video Games and Beyond is located at 4496 Cemetery Road in Hilliard, 614-219-1997, and Warp Zone on Facebook. Yeah. 
From the original 1988 Batman. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we played that because it's Batman Day, uh, apparently. Apparently, that's the thing. Yeah. yeah um, I guess it's a, a totally legit uh, holiday that DC Comics made up about three years yeah. ago uh, to celebrate the uh, anniversary of uh, Bob Kane and, well, really, Bill Finger creating uh, Batman. So... Hooray! Yeah, go out there and do some Batmaning. Yeah, go go like avenge your your parents' deaths. I don't know. <laughs> it's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. I guess. <laughs> Even though in nerd culture, it feels like every day is Batman Day. Every day. This. <laughs> if you're living your life right, every day is Batman Day. <laughs> Live your life like every day is Batman Day. <laughs> Uh, now I'm just trying to figure out how to work that uh, live like you were dying song. <laughs> live into, like you were Batman. <laughs> live, live like you were Batman. Yeah, I love it. Oh, man. All right. So um, we actually have a little bit of Batman-ish news, although when we were pulling news, we had no idea it was Batman Day. This is all totally like <laughs> coincidental. coincidental. But uh, but no, um, uh, new pictures of the Batman suit for uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League movie were released over Twitter and uh, in keeping with most of the things with the uh, Zack Snyder's DC outfit, it's not real good. <laughs> uh, a lot. I of, mean, if you're making a Batman suit, it's not good. I mean, yeah, it's not. <laughs> it does look like Batman, at least for the most part. But the mask area is very reminiscent to the character Night Owl from the movie The Watchmen, which was another Zack Snyder production. In particular, the bat ears you know, I like the short bat ears. I think long floppy bat ears are kind of stupid. Yeah. And uh, very hindrance. You know, they, they hinder they things. They don't make sense. They don't make <laughs> sense. Although there was one comic where they Batman explained that there are tiny antennas inside the, the ears oh. that help connect him to like the bat network or whatever. That actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But these, the ears are like almost totally to the back, like slanted and like cockeyed on the side of the head. So they look more like little puppy dog ears. Or mad cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a cat that's mad. Yeah. So that, that's weird. And he also has... Um, he had them designed by video game peripheral uh, maker Mad Cats. That's it. Yes. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Perfect. But uh, they also... The mask also sports goggles. Why? Yeah, that which is not a thing. Yeah. So it looks a lot like Night Owl from... Like steampunk yeah. Batman, yeah, kind of Gotham by Gaslight. Well, you know, he's really Zack Snyder loves that look of steampunk Batman. I mean, think about the uh, Bats B Soups movie yeah, where the, they had the duster, and he had goggles so, on that one that was too. So stupid, yeah. So I don't know. It's not post-apocalypse Gotham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard that they're not going to do dream sequences in Justice League. They said, "Don't do that." Good. Because it's stupid. It's dumb, and they shouldn't have done it in Batman v Superman. Stupid and confusing. Yeah. And it's a waste of time, because it didn't reveal anything about the character. It takes you completely out of the film. It didn't do anything except look cool. Yeah. And it didn't even look... It looked stupid. Well, well, that's why Zack Snyder put it in. Yeah. Because it looks cool. I want to show Batman, like, shooting people (laughs) with guns. (laughs) Uh, it didn't move the plot along. It didn't reveal anything about the character, their motivations or personalities. It was just there. Yeah. It's like the whole movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, you got a point there. It's just there. Yeah. Well, along with the new Batman garbage suit, um, <laughs> there, is, there are reports that the Joker will officially not be appearing in the Justice League movie. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have bigger things to deal with than the Joker. Well, they're going to try really, really hard to introduce Darkseid and Apocalypse and giant world-destroying space aliens to rival the Marvel, where Marvel's heading. So they have much bigger fish to fry because Darkseid and the anti-life equation and all of that 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 entails 
is way harder to explain, especially when you have barely set up the universe in which your <laughs> yeah. your main protagonist characters live in. Half the characters haven't even been explained. Yeah, like... exactly. It They have much bigger fish to fry. I don't know how they're going to pull this off. Also, they probably have no idea what to do with the Joker after that, the debacle that was Suicide Squad. That, that too, yeah. Um, I mean, even if they wanted the Joker, uh, I doubt Jared Leto would come back. Yeah, well, yeah he's pretty it. ticked about how much got cut from the movie. And also, I don't think they want him back because he's terrible. Because he's terrible and his character was terrible. His laugh sounds like Squidward. I was going to say, did you see that video where they overlaid it on Squidward's Oh, yeah. Laugh? Yeah, it does sound a lot like that. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It sounds exactly yeah. like Squidward. I, I still like my Joker laugh from that one scene. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm I'm glad he's not going to be in it. I hope they figure something out. Or or they just drop the character. You know, yeah. I, we've seen enough Joker. There are all, There's always going to be Joker somewhere. Explain that it's a poser Joker. That's all you got to do. Yeah, I mean they've done that before. There, well, yeah. There's three Jokers in the in comics the DC, right now. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been following Batman, so I really don't. I can't explain that at this point. But yeah, yeah. It just whatever. <laughs> I, it's sad that that's the um, opinion that I have for the Justice League movie because I love DC comics. I love Justice League, but it's like whatever. Just just, just do it. Just do. <laughs> <laughs> just do what you want. I'm not going to like it, whatever you do. So I mean, it looks like they're trying to fix it, at least. Well, they, they're they running into the same problem that they did with just with Batman v Superman. With Man of Steel, they made a lot of problems. And they tried to correct a lot of those problems with Superman in Bats v Supes. But in doing so, they created <laughs> the exact amount of problems. <laughs> a lot of times, the exact same problems. <laughs> With Batman that they were trying to fix with Superman. So now they're going to be trying to fix Batman with Justice League. So it makes me wonder, which character are they going to ruin? <laughs> Probably Aquaman in the Justice League movie, which will then have to be corrected in their next movie. <laughs> no, it will mess up Wonder Woman in her movie. Yeah. <laughs> From what I've heard. Uh, of all the movies, all the superhero movies that are coming out, Marvel, DC, both... That is the one I want most to not suck. Yes, I agree. I'm most scared for it. Yeah. yeah. And, it's, and unfortunately, it's going to suck. suck. It's going to be bad. Well, you're going to have a Wonder Woman movie that is going to be more about Steve Trevor. I just <laughs> have a feeling. Because a lot of the, the shots, yeah, a lot of the action scenes are of Wonder Woman. But any of the development with any of the characters in the trailers, it's all Steve Trevor. It's all Chris Pine. Did Have you noticed that? Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to... I know what they're probably going to try to do. They're going to try to make Steve Trevor like the uh, audience, audience sur surrogate. Insert, yeah. And there's a way to do that correctly and still have the movie be primarily Wonder Woman and be about Wonder and powerful women and all this stuff. They're not going to do that. They're going to make it like, oh, look at wacky Steve Trevor and what's going on. He can't figure out what's happening with this crazy Amazon lady. <laughs> yeah. It bothers I mean, me. the trailer's good, but so was Suicide Squad. Yeah. <laughs> So was Batman v Superman. That last trailer, yeah, that one trailer, that last trailer looked good. really good. Yeah. What we've learned, what I think we could take away from this is Warner Brothers and Zack Snyder in particular, they know how to cut a trailer. They they cut a trailer good enough so everybody goes to see it on the week it comes out, and then and make nobody, their money, and nobody goes after that first week. Exactly. But hey, <laughs> they they make their money back. So yeah, what's the what's the problem? I guess. Yeah, I'm I'm worried for Wonder Woman. That's why I really hope Marvel hits with Captain Marvel. Yeah. If anybody's um, gonna do it right, it's gonna be them. And so far, they they <laughs> haven't they haven't struck out yet. And Brie Larson's a good choice for the character. So uh, it's too bad the movie doesn't come out till two thousand a million. <laughs> yeah, yeah. DC is going to beat Wonder Woman to the punch on this one. But if they, it would be kind of funny. You know, it'd be kind of funny if they rush production a little bit on Captain Marvel and get Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel released within the same like couple week swing <laughs> to put the pit them against each other just to see, just to see what would happen. Yeah. That would be, that would be ultimate. Well, what would happen is Marvel would push up their date and then DC would, uh, uh, totally, um, unrelated to anything decide, you know, maybe Wonder Woman needs a couple extra reshoots yeah. <laughs> and we're going to push it back a month. On, 
if they put the two up against each other, I think Wonder Woman would do better on name recognition alone. I think Wonder Woman would do better on the first weekend, but I think overall, I think Captain Marvel would make more money. Yeah, it would have this. Well, it has staying power because it's good. Because it's good and because it's Marvel. Yeah. And yeah. Actually, you know what? I would I would think that they would both have very similar opening weekends. Wonder Woman would, would, would win, but I think they'd have similar because in that case, you would have uh, fans pull uh, double duty. Pull, yeah. uh, you know, go, go, go see, see both. one and then go see the other mm-hmm. right afterwards. Yeah. That's probably That's what I would do. what I would do too. <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, yeah, I, hmm, I don't know. Oh, and um, speaking of, if we're talking still about DC uh, live action movies and strong female characters, um, Margot Robbie signed a deal where she is going to um, star and executive produce a Harley Quinn spinoff movie. And I hope they use that to fix some of the issues <laughs> that I had with the character yeah, in Suicide read, Squad. She seemed to understand the character. She was like kind of mad about like what they were having her do because she could not understand like, you know, if she was this strong, why should we be doing this? Yeah, stuff? yeah. Margot Robbie, see, yeah, exactly right. She seemed like she knew what the character should have been. And she that was a, that was a good performance uh, hindered by uh, poor script and studio meddling. And I think if uh, Robbie had a little more control which over she her will, own film, which she will, producing. I think, and they would have to, they'd have to do some very specific things to turn the character around. Uh, don't mention, don't have Joker in it. Yeah, oh, don't, no. Just cut that section out completely. Read a bunch of the uh, Jimmy Palmiotti, Amanda Connor, Harley Quinn books, and yes. yeah, do that. Do, exa- <laughs> do just do that. Just do that comic. Um, I, I, we joked, I joked a little earlier about a uh, Thelma Louise style road movie <laughs> starring Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. That would be and amazing. That would be, <laughs> that would be perfect. Yeah. That would be that would be the way to do it. Do a, a Gotham City Sirens movie. Yeah. I mean, um, I saw we don't have it on the list, but I saw um, um, oh, what's her name? Um, Princess Diaries. Um, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway is interested in reprising her role as Catwoman at some point. Mm. She was. She would. I, I thought she was okay. I, I didn't th- even see it. I didn't see it. So yeah, true. I just even. didn't like the costume. Ha- well, yeah, the costume's not great, but it was really boring. It's yeah. just like I put some cat ears on. Yeah, well, that- Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman is well, is much better. Well, sure, of course, but uh, and ha- that <laughs> Michelle that costume, Pfeiffer. Yeah, that that movie, uh, Bat- uh, Dark Knight Rises, uh, took things too realistic. I think. I think that was its main problem. And but Anne Hathaway's Catwoman was probably one of the best parts of that movie and i think putting anne hathaway as catwoman margot robbie as harley quinn and somebody um <laughs> you know what um sally draper what's her name oh um january jones no no no, no that's i'm thinking <laughs> the wrong person um, allison brie no no we're just naming people on it madman christina hendrix christina hendrix that's it yeah yes put her in the movie put all three of those <laughs> As and make it a, a heist road movie with those three characters, done. Yeah, million dollar idea. Warner Brothers come to me and buy my script and then rewrite it completely <laughs> to make it to make it about the Joker and Batman. <laughs> I really like the idea. Christina Hendricks's Poison Ivy. I kind of really do too. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, yeah. I I'm cautiously. Well, there's nothing about the Harley Quinn movie other than the fact that they're making a Harley Quinn movie, and it seems like they'll have a, a little more freedom to do what they yeah. want with it. So that gives me a little bit of hope. Margot Robbie producing is, is sounds good. It sounds like a good idea on paper. She seems like a smart lady that knows what's going on. I, I hope so. Yeah. I feel kind of bad because she always gets, she doesn't get roles that are meaty enough for it. It's always like, take your clothes off. Yeah. Because like, she's a very pretty lady. Yeah, she's a, well, really, yeah. Well, yeah, she's yeah, a she very, very pretty lady. Pretty, but... Uh, yeah, if she were given roles where she would have a little more agency, that would probably be good. Then again, uh, there was that movie where she starred opposite Will Smith, the other Margot Robbie Will Smith movie. <laughs> I guess she was really good in. Um, oh, I forget what it's called. I forget what it's called, too. It doesn't matter. But uh, I heard it's really good. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I saw there was a, uh, somewhere they like out of the eight movies she's been in, she's had to take her clothes off and like, five or something ridiculous yeah yeah i know but yeah. give the people what they want <laughs> i i i guess yeah 
Hey, let's talk about Pokemon. We always do. Yeah. <laughs> but we, we it's been a glut of Pokemon news lately. It it's has. constant. Yeah. And you're going to have to take lead on this because I'm going to be honest with you. I'm still excited for Sun and Moon. I'm still excited for Go. Whatever new whatever. Go. Yeah. I'm starting to hit that saturation point where I just kind of like... Just give me the game already. Just give me the game. I just want to <laughs> just be done with the news but what's what's new what's new uh, with well buddy pokemon finally came to pokemon go yes. which is a feature where you can pick a pokemon as kind of like a favorite that mm-hmm. shows up next to your guy on the profile page mm-hmm. and when you walk um it'll generate candy every so many kilometers depending it's, on what pokemon it is it's depending on uh how many kilometers that pokemon's egg is ah so yeah um it's cool i tried it and I did get generate my one candy for walking five kilometers the other day <laughs> uh, to evolve my character. It would take I would have to walk about a hundred kilometers with the app open, <laughs> which so is ridiculous. That would that's never going to happen. <laughs> but I mean, it might. I mean, I guess I could take an entire month and yeah. Walk well, I mean, every day, I guess. I mean, but if you catch more of it, it, it substitutes the. It does a little bit. I mean, but it's. I don't know. It could use a little bit of rebalancing because I it understand them could. not wanting to just hand out the candy. That's not well, sure. But along know. the same lines, you got you want to make it at least doable. Yeah, like there are people who are walking with magic carps, and you have to walk like four hundred kilometers. Yeah, because it's one kilometer per candy for magic carp. Yeah, that's. Well, I wish they would put it uh, in the uh, not metric. What's what is our measurement system? Yeah, it's a dumb name. It is. I wish it wasn't in metric so yeah. I could have better gauge the distances because I'm a dumb American that <laughs> doesn't know the metric system. <laughs> but uh, but no, I I tried it. It's fun. It's I don't. I'm back in a little bit. Yeah, I've on been it. I've been peeking into the game a little bit more. Yeah. I'm really stuck on level 14 because I've caught all the Pokemon yeah, that are I'm, around here I'm at, easily. I'm at 15 and I think I have one Pokeball left and I'm not spending, I'm not giving them any more of my money. Oh no, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm done, done spending on that. That was, yeah. The, the best thing to do when you're out of Pokeballs is just, you know, when you go to a place with a stop, get some and then just don't do anything else for a while. And yeah. They'll pile up. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much what I need to do. Um, <laughs> Eat dinner at Rosa and Rocco's and, <laughs> and spend the, uh, the, poke stop that's at the anytime fitness next door yeah yeah so um moving off of that what kind of sun and moon stuff is there um did we talk about the aether foundation there's some sort of scientific foundation in the world of sun and moon that what do they do they they heal they supposedly heal pokemon and they're kind of like but they're going to be the bad guys we don't know that for sure they, but it seems that way. <laughs> I heard someone compare them to InGen from Jurassic Park, where they seem like they're on the up and up. Yeah. And yet there are some shady That's probably shady stuff gonna be. going on in the background where they it they revealed the, the bad guy team, Team Skull, way too early. I have a feeling and that they're like the red herring. They seem team. so generically goofy bad that uh-huh. That I bet the Ether Foundation is like the actual bad guys. Yeah. So, and they've been really cagey with like the uh, character designs and stuff like that, or the character descriptions rather. Yeah. So. And they, they've revealed these ultra beasts that aren't quite Pokemon. They're not Pokemon. They're something. They look like bugs. And they're very humanoid. They are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, they almost look like Digimon. Yeah. I'm guessing that they are human Pokemon hybrids that the Aether Foundation is making. That's my plot guess. Yeah, it seems very much that way, especially um, if you look at some of the Aether Foundation like head people and then look at the the Ultra Beasts, they kind of match up. Yeah, the one the one blonde skinny lady looks exactly like that cockroach mm-hmm. looking Ultra Beast. Yeah. Um professor whatever the professor's name is i can't remember I can't professor surf dad <laughs> uh his assistant looks exactly like that the jellyfish, jellyfish one yeah so there, there's something weird going on with human human dna and pokemon dna i'm guessing and that's that's an interesting take yeah i would have never guessed that that's the direction they would go story-wise yeah kind of makes me actually interested in the story in this one which has been something that has not been interesting in pokemon since like ever yeah <laughs> well x I'm, and y story was hot garbage it was bad i hated it it was bad like and why is there a giant man why is he big 
I don't know. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. And why Team Team Flair is the worst is the worst team. They just want to make everything fabulous. <laughs> well, they their whole deal is we want to kill everyone on earth that's not super stylish and pretty. But it's a team where if you buy the right clothes, you can be on their team. <laughs> yeah. You can be considered stylish and pretty. So it is solely a like a monetary kind of yeah, kind you can of buy your way into team class, flair. Classist. Also, their leader looks like Leomon from from uh, Digimon, <laughs> like to a T. That, that story was so bad. It was it was not great. It was a big battle, Pokemon battle in the past, and something with a dead Flabebe. I <laughs> who oh, it was, knows? It was stupid. It and, was bad news. And when you don't expect a lot out of a Pokemon story to begin with, yeah, to have it be bad is just a crime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Especially after, what was the one, Black and White before? It was actually pretty good. Yeah, that's the one with Team Plasma, right? Yeah. Yeah. Although it was bad. PETA thing, but yeah. they were bad. And yeah. like, that, that, was a, that, was, that was a pretty good idea. Mm-hmm. It, it was an interesting uh, concept. Well, even uh, uh, Ruby and Sapphire, which, they, which was the, the most recent remake, their story was pretty good. I mean, their teams had like the dumbest idea. Oh, yeah. Everything yeah. should be ground. Everything should be water. <laughs> we need to wake up these things to co- totally change the earth. Oh, no, they're totally changing the earth. Help me. <laughs> that we was the entirety of their plot. We didn't think this through. We made a huge mistake. <laughs> but still, that is more in lo- in the kind of Pokemon yeah. wheelhouse than something ridiculous That's like that. That's true. That's true. Did you ever hear the theory that Team Rocket were good guys? Or at least Giovanni was a good guy. That the whole deal was Giovanni was a scientist that helped create Mewtwo and knew that it was a problem. So he was, he stole the Sith scope so he can catch a ghost because psychics in theory in that game were weak to ghosts. He was trying to get the master ball so he can contain Mewtwo. Like he was, (laughs) he was doing all this shady stuff to try to fix his, the mistake he made. So he was ultimately kind of a good guy. It sounds plausible. Yeah. Plus, he was a um, a gym leader, which are like mayors of towns. Yeah. And not to say that there aren't corrupt mayors, but <laughs> like you have to be at least kind of a good guy, at least at one point, to become to be recognized to be recognized as a gym, as, leader. As a gym leader. Yeah. So I mean, he obviously was still part of the whatever that organization is because his gym badge is still good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. There's also been rumors that he's Ash's dad, but I don't. I think don't. That, I don't agree with that. I don't put any. Yeah. If anything, I think that guy that that tells you hints about the gym at the beginning of each gym <laughs> is secretly yeah. Ash's deadbeat dad. <laughs> Cheering him along. Yeah. If he was a phone, it would just be Earthbound. It would, yeah. <laughs> There's so many similarities between Pokemon and Earthbound that oh, we don't yeah. need to get into yeah, that. Yeah, we don't need to. But... Same company, too. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Well, not partly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, was there anything else Pokemon? I think that's pretty much it. I'm sure there's plenty more stuff Pokemon, but that's I, the that's the interesting. That's stuff. the main stuff. Did you see that that one that's like type Null? Oh yeah, that's so that, a weird one. It's like it it is a synthetically is like a man made uh, legendary Pokemon hunter. Like it was created to hunt down legendaries. Huh. And it has like body parts from different like things and a weird this weird axe helmet. It's that really, helps control it or something. It's really weird and kind of like Full Metal Alchemist e. It, it doesn't look like that's the thing. That's the thing with this game. A lot of this stuff doesn't look like Pokemon. They're they're definitely like trying they're, new stuff, which they're is trying. cool. Yeah, because it's been how many years and they've done very little different. Yeah. Also, I really really like Surfer Professor Oak. Yeah. There, yeah. There's a. It's not really the Aloid form of Professor Oak. That's what they've been calling him. That's why I like to call him. <laughs> he's Professor Oak's cousin, and he studies these alternate forms of the original classic Pokemon. And he just, he just looks like Professor Oak with long hair and a tan and a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> yeah. It's great. I love it. <laughs> Has there been any Aloid Pokemon that weren't from the first gen? Nope. Huh. Not yet. I wonder why that is. They just do it first gen. I don't know, but I think the... I think that's why the first gen um, digital releases. Remember way back when, when they said that they, you could transfer from your first oh, game to this yeah. one. I think that's the only way you can get the standard version of a lot of the Alolan form into your game. I, th- I think that's probably what it's going to be. Which reminds me, I need to play more of Pokemon Yellow. Yeah, I need to, I need to finish that game too. <laughs> <laughs> um, in continued video game news, I guess the, a long, long time ago, back in the uh, bygone years of 1997. 
Yeah. Blizzard announced they were doing a... Uh, God, that's almost 20 years ago. Wow. A Warcraft point-and-click adventure game. Right. Um, very, like, a Monkey Island-style thing. Yeah. But it was in the Warcraft universe, and, you know, it was animated. They actually hired the same company that did those awful <laughs> Zelda uh, animations. Oh, yeah. And, like... The CDI Zelda the games. Zelda, yeah. Like the company's animation magic. The, what was it? The Sword of Gamelon or whatever? Uh, oh, what was the first one? It was... There were garbage. There was wa- yeah, there was Wand of Gamelon. Wand I think that Gamelon. was the one where you yeah. play Zelda. Yeah, that's it. I forget what the first one is with Link, but they're they're awful. They're the games bad. are awful. The animation is awful. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about <laughs> the Warcraft point and click, which... Uh, animation magic had obviously gotten a lot better since then because the animation in this game looked a lot better. Mm-hmm. It was a really interesting looking thing at the time. And unfortunately, like a year or so after they announced it, right up before E3 that year, Blizzard's like, we we canceled it. You know, it, it wasn't up to their, their standards, which immediately, or immediately, admittedly, Blizzard's standards are very, very, very high. high. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've never really made a bad game. Yeah. Um, but the interesting thing is it leaked onto the internet uh, a couple days ago. Hmm. In its entirety, you can play... I think you can play through the whole thing because it was basically done. Oh, wow. Um, I, I've played it. It's pretty neat. Um, some of the cutscenes, the voice acting doesn't match up with the animation because it's well, you know, it not get done. Pass. Yeah. <laughs> so. But it's it's a point and click adventure game. It's very much in that realm. The puzzles are not bad. The animation is pretty good. The voice acting is excellent. There's oh, some cool. uh, Clancy Brown. Oh, um, okay, wow. Peter Cullen. He's the guy that does Optimus, Optimus Prime, right? Yeah. yeah, he's like some big orc dude. Oh wow. Um, the story is kind of interesting. It's about uh, Thrall, who's a big Warcraft character yeah. in the lore. I don't know. I don't know a lot about the lore of Warcraft, but. Um, it was actually, the story of this game was actually made into a book after the game got canceled. Oh, interesting. Okay. So they kept the story around. It's still part of Warcraft canon. Interesting. Well, very cool. But it's really neat to be able to see this game that I'd only read about in magazines kinda back like in the a 90s. Weird, kind of like a weird artifact. Yeah. Yeah. Is the... Do you have any idea how it got leaked? Or um, is it just the... Produ- somebody from the Russian animation team leaked it out onto the internet. Oh. Because there's a lot of Russian documents along <laughs> with it. But uh, it, it's cool. I mean, I think Blizzard's taken it down from most places where it's at, but you can still find it on the internet. Oh, once something look. ends up on the internet, you can... Yeah, you can they're never They're never going to contain it. Yeah, it'll never... That'll never happen. But no, that's really cool. That's yeah. really interesting. I, lo- I love hearing about kind of the weird stuff that almost happened but didn't. But didn't. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird because I remember reading about the game back in... Mm-hmm like PC gamer back in the nineties and thinking that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Cause I love point and click adventure games, but I can see why they, they canceled it though. Cause it was right around the time that event adventure games kind of died out for a while. Right. Yeah. Um, LucasArts had announced Grim Fandango mm. and that looks leaps and bounds better than this 2d animated. Right. Uh, game yeah. Did. Um, the puzzles aren't really like, they're not mind blowing. They're pretty generic. <laughs> <laughs> which I mean, which is fine because sometimes that's just fun to go through and you know solve just your average adventure game puzzles. But even like like Monkey Island Three, which is the two D animated Monkey Island, that looks a whole lot better than this Warcraft game oh, does. Really? And that okay. came out you know before that was done, so it was gonna look dated right off the bat. Gotcha. So I, I can probably, understand yeah. I can understand why they canceled it, but it's still a really neat game. Yeah. Well, cool. Cool. I'm. I'm glad you it got released. That's kind of neat. So, hey, it looks like we're just about at time, so let's go ahead and wrap it up. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you all for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. This is the point where Josh would say we're also on Facebook <laughs> at facebook.com slash nerdoverloadradio. Place in audio of him saying. I could. I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> you could email us with any questions, concerns, or comments at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can tweet at us at nerd underscore overload or subscribe to our YouTube channel, Nerd Overload TV, which has a bunch of podcast episodes we, on it now. Yes, I've been very busy. <laughs> That's why I didn't have much of a check it out this week. I've been very busy getting the YouTube channel uh, updated with uh, the last 12 or 13 episodes of the show. 
and we're gonna be doing more videos soon. Just it's, it's an easy place where you can share the share them with your friends. Absolutely. Um, you know, if you don't want to use the other fifty ways you can listen to the show. Yeah, you, you, you mean you mean like iTunes and Stitcher. Exactly. And, and maybe the Google Play Store, I guess. Maybe. <laughs> I haven't looked into it enough. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. And until next week. Peace out. This show was sponsored in part by Warp Zone Video Games and Beyond. <laughs>